Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steve Palazzolo, pro football focus on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Blake, go ahead. Yes, Steve. I wanted to piggyback off this because it brings up an interesting point, um, kind of how you're evaluating players as an NFL draft analyst. I understand every position is different. But why does it seem like so much we rely on what a QB accomplished or didn't accomplish in college individually and like what they show, whereas with a receiver like you just mentioned, Mingo, and maybe he may not be the best example, but it's the same theory, is why, why does he not have to show it? Like why can you see more traits and projectability in that position or in other positions? And then the QB, it seems like, hey, got to have so many starts, got to have this on tape, got to have that on tape. Well, these other positions don't necessarily have that, and yet they still go high. Yeah, good question, Blake. I thought you were going to fire off an early fantasy question, but yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) I do have Uh, a dynasty draft coming up in two days, so I'll text you, but it's fine. (laughs) Okay, yeah, text me. I'll give you you all my my sleepers. Um, So it it is a really good question. So here's my answer. Every position is different in the NFL because receiver, you can play to a guy's strengths. You can hide him, so to speak, right, if you want, and you can just let him do what he does well. I think D.K. Metcalf is a great example of that. D.K. Metcalf went to Seattle, and he ran go routes, posts, and slants for the most part, and he's awesome at those things, right? Go cover D.K. Metcalf on a go, right? Go try to stay, you know, keep up with his size and physicality. If you make D.K. Metcalf you know, run all the underneath stuff and try to be this you know, quote-unquote complete receiver – you're just going to waste reps. So uh, certain positions, you can't hide your weaknesses, right? If you're a, a cornerback and you're bad at something or you're, you, know, you have a weakness, you might be able to get hidden in, say, like a zone scheme versus a man scheme. But overall, the, defense, the offense can find you. If you're a receiver and you're one of three or four options and you're just good at being a deep threat or just good after the catch or just good as a possession guy, teams can play to those strengths. So I think it depends on the position. And that's why receiver, I always say, is a – you know, which flavor are you looking for? When we put receiver rankings together, it, everybody's top 10, 15 will all be different, and it, it's going to be what teams are looking for. Do they want size and a deep threat? Do they want an underneath, uh, you know, after-the-catch type of guy? So I, I just think it's the nature of the receiver position 
that you can look and say, here's what this guy does well. If we play to those strengths, we can get production out of him. Whereas other positions, like say offensive line, if you can't pass protect, it doesn't matter how good of a run blocker you are, you can get exposed. Whereas if a receiver, if you're not a great route runner, hey, we could just you know run you deep all the time and you know hope you catch a few passes down the field. I love that. Okay, if you're left tackle, we can't look at it like that. But or right. corner, um, or QB, or, of course, or QB. QB yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're great at, at short and intermediate, but never can do the long ball, or you can you can make the long ball throw, but can't be super accurate within. Okay, got it. Th- that's that's good. That's really good. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. Who is who's your number one receiver on your board? I like Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. I, I think he's the, the cleanest prospect. He, he works mostly out of the slot at Ohio State, but he certainly has the skills to win outside. I think he's he's the best route runner. Uh, he, he looked on tape like he ran four five five. Um, he ran four five three. You know, he doesn't look fast. He doesn't play super fast, but I think he's the best guy getting open. And um, I think he'll immediately become uh, just a high volume uh, receiving threat, a Keenan Allen type, we'll say. Uh, Amonra St. Brown type, the way those guys are being used around the NFL. So I like Smith and Jigba as probably the cleanest, um, other than last year's injury, you know, but, um, but I think he's the best receiver in this class. With, with Bryce Young and the top five guys at quarterback, how would you describe this QB class? Average? Good? Meh? You know, the, the, the top five, I mean, I don't, I don't even know who you're but, – but if you look at Young and Stroud and Levis and Richardson and Hendon Hooker, and maybe you had somebody else in there and that's fine. But as a whole, how do you grade this class? A C or what would you go with? Uh, I think it's like a C plus, B minus. Okay. You know, I, I really – because all of the prospects have uh, a, a yeah but about them, right? I like Bryce Young a lot, but he's he's really small and and you know historically small, and we just don't know how that's going to play. I, I think C.J. Stroud could be really good with a really good with a good supporting cast around him as a distributor of the ball. I think Stroud could be good. Of course, we know Anthony Richardson; his projections could be all over the place. He's got a lot of places where he needs to improve, but he can mitigate that with his special athleticism. I think Will Levis is a huge question mark. Uh, where he's just a bag of tools still. And, uh, you know, whether it's Hendon Hooker or, you know, other quarterback. I mean, Hooker's got his own questions, being 25 years old, coming off the ACL, coming off this uh, very college-friendly system that has almost nothing that translates to the NFL. So, and he's 25, 26 years old. So, I, I, there's so many question marks for all the guys at the top. So, I, overall, I'd say, hey, it's a C-plus type of class. I think two of those guys probably hit. Historically, two out of five will probably hit. And I think that's fair. Um, just not sure exactly what that's going to look like. I got the most faith in Bryce Young, but I, you know, I'm also a little scared of his slight stature and everything. But I think he's the, the best QB in the bunch. Okay, I think I would give the QB class a C minus, D plus for this year. Um, you're hard greater though. You're hard. Yeah. I, well, you're right. I, I think you're sleeping on Hen and Hooker. I, I think all that stuff can be can be taught i what couldn't 25 be an asset instead of a a detriment or a liability a, a liability steve the fact that hen and hooker is 
is 25. He seems like he's got his stuff together and, and you know, had a – I mean, he took a program that had been dog poo-poo for 15 years and, and yeah. elevated every – I mean, man, when you beat Bama – um, in the in the game that he had, and then when you go down to Tiger Stadium, and and win there, and actually some other games that he just he, I felt like he carried the team, Steve. Yeah. So it, to me, the context there is it, it's not so much oh he's older, therefore he can't improve. It's 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 the way they do it in baseball, right? Like if I go when I was in low A, or I was in rookie ball, and I was twenty four years old playing against 21-year-olds. I dominated. I did great. But it's like, of course I should. I was 24. You're supposed to dominate 21-year-olds. Like they, they focus on that a lot at baseball, right, in baseball, because you have to make minor league adjustments. So the adjustment here is, yes, Hendon Hooker was awesome. They beat Bama. They did some great stuff. But Hendon Hooker is also a year younger than Lamar Jackson when he's doing that, right? So you, that's where the context comes in, right? Here's this 25-year-old man playing in college football it yes be impressed with what he did but also understand here's a guy that normally would be in year three of his nfl career when he's doing this your your physical development your maturity and all that stuff is probably higher right so then the question is how do you weigh what you just saw right it's more impressive if what you just saw was from a 21 or 22 year old than if it was a 25 year old so that's i think where that stuff needs to get get weighed just a little bit when it comes to the age stuff. Not that he can't improve between the ages of 25 and 30 or anything like that. It's that as a 25-year-old, you're doing that against 21-year-old kids, you should probably be dominating as he did, right? So so you don't want to just overweigh the performance versus, say, a performance from a Bryce Young who's much younger. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, on the Out of Bounds show. Okay, well, Steve, why does Tennessee's scheme – hurt Hennon Hooker, but Oklahoma's, the Oklahoma Sooner scheme for 15 years didn't hurt the Oklahoma quarterbacks. I don't think, so the Oklahoma scheme, it's, it's not all the same, right? So the, the Tennessee scheme is the Baylor tree, the old Art Bryles tree, where they're doing things in such a different way, right? Not only the really wide, wide receiver splits, but they, they don't really even have reads to their offense. It, it is literally, we're going to spread you so wide and get fast receivers. We're going to force the defense to play one-on-one. They have to. They have to play one-on-one. And we're going to run go balls and, and comebacks and slants, right? And, and, it's, and that's it. Hitch routes and, and slants. Um, so we've seen a lot of Baylor quarterbacks. Bryce Petty was really productive in college. We've seen this where the – it's just a whole bunch of deep balls where you just get your Jalen Hyatt's on one-on-one or Cedric Tillman's one-on-one and you let them play. Um, we, we track what, you know, how often a, a quarterback gets to their second read on a play. Hendon Hooker's done it 15 times over the last two years. Wow. 15 times he's had to go from one side of the field to the other. So, again, this doesn't mean he can't do it, right? None of this says, oh, he can't do it. It right. just means it is a projection to, to see him play – in a more traditional NFL style offense. Okay, I know now, what I got. The Oklahoma ask. scheme. Yeah, good. All right, so I, I, okay, so fifteen times he he went from one side of the field to the other in two years. Do you know? I doubt it off the top of your head. Do you know how many times Lamar Jackson did that at Louisville? 
or, or was he asked to do that? Did Petrino demand that he do that? I don't. I, I don't know. I just watch the games and drink beer. I don't know the number, but it was high. It was okay. actually high because Got it. When, when Lamar came out, I said, "Do not say that Lamar Jackson just runs around and makes plays." He actually sits in the pocket, goes through reads, and when he runs, it's a called play. It's a design run for the most part. So Lamar, okay. he sat in there and tried to play quarterback a lot. Yes, and again, okay. it's not a knock on Hooker. It's not a knock on Tennessee. It's an awesome college offense. It's really tough to project sure. anything from that Baylor tree to the NFL. Wow. Any position. Which goes to Matt Corral, which we don't have time for, but we have one minute, and Blake wants to jump back in. Blake? Actually, I didn't realize we were out of time, so that okay. was my bad. I was going to keep well, look, going. No, no, <laughs> I like where we're going here, and we'll have Steve on next week or the next, just depending on what's going on before the draft, because I want to I continue to build off Hooker, Oklahoma, the Browse Tree, Kiffin, and then where Steve would go next week, we're going to ask Steve if Mac, if everything was perfect and Matt Corral was healthy, where would he stack up with the five guys that we're that we're talking about in the draft: Bryce Young, Stroud, Levis, Richardson, and, and Hooker. And then we'll continue to bounce back and forth on some of these college offenses. And I wonder if it's going to matter going forward. I guess it will. Okay. Anyway, Steve Palazzolo, enjoy the Masters today and tomorrow. And we will uh, we'll catch up next week. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. The show is brought to you by the amazing, super premium Patron Añejo and Patron Extra Añejo tequila. 100% blue agave. You can find it at Briarwood Wine and Spirits or any of the wine and spirit shops in Mississippi. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.